Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Nubian, Iowa. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Saturday, December 12th, 2020. 12, 12, 2020. That's gotta be something, right? Something terrible is gonna happen today, probably, because of that. There's just, it's gotta be. That's the way this year's been going. But that being said, I've actually been having a really good day today. It snowed all last night and all day today, and I love snow. And uh, we played with the kids in the snow all day today, so I've had a lot of fun, but I'm absolutely exhausted. I am so tired. I'm, I could go to bed for the day, like, right now. I've got a cup of coffee, trying to perk myself up. Ooh, but it's a great kind of tired because I've just been having fun all day. So uh, hopefully uh, you guys are doing well and having fun today too. Uh, first, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast version of this uh, live stream. Hope you guys are having a good run today and everyone watching on YouTube after the fact. Welcome. Glad to see you here. All right. We got a question right off the bat from Sabanadzevic Kadir. I think I said that right. Sabanadzevic Kadir. He says, do you think the Adios Pro is a better racing shoe compared to Nike Next Percent or Alpha Fly for overpronators? And that makes the question a lot more interesting because I feel like, mm, I don't know, I'm doing the I'll be doing the testing generally for, for marathon paces for the Adios Pro versus the Alpha Fly. I wanted to start doing it today, but it snowed like six inches overnight. So couldn't do it. Um, but I think generally I'll say for overpronators, I've only had the one run in the um, Adios Pro so far, but I will say that when I look at my footage running in the Alpha Fly, and I think I'm a pronator. I think I'm a strong pronator. I don't know if I'm an overpronator, but I pronate a lot. And there's a spot above the Zoom Air Pocket on the inner or the medial side of the Zoom X foam, right above the Zoom Air Pocket. And I th there's a little like nub that's rubbed off there. And I think what's happening is that Zoom X foam is crashing in on top of the Zoom Air Pad. And then that Zoom Air Pocket is also like compressing. And it's like, and I don't know if that, that rubbing is coming from the Zoom X hitting the Zoom Air Pocket or that Zoom X compressing all the way to the ground. But I do feel like my pronation is a bit exaggerated in the Alpha Fly. Not as exaggerated as in the RC Elite. That one is super crazy. But I do think that the Adios Pro probably will be a little bit better for an overpronator. Um, that's my kind of like gut reaction to that one. I still need to do more testing in the Adios Pro to kind of see, you know, ultimately what it feels like at marathon paces. But at least for at like threshold pace for me, yeah, I would say that it's a much more stable platform. I didn't see any like crazy crashing in of, of the foot either way. So I, I was actually pretty surprised by that. I thought that I would see a lot of like deflection of the foam, but there's not that much, even though it feels pretty soft underfoot. All right, let's see who else we have. We've got Daniel Emin here today, listening to Taylor Swift album. Um, yeah, so the new Taylor Swift album is called Evermore. Is that right? Um, and all morning today, I thought that people were, so I'm on, I wake up early in the morning and I'm um, like just scrolling through Twitter real quick. And everyone's talking about Evermore. And I'm like, wow, everyone's going back, throwback to Evanescence. Like I just, in my mind, confused Evanescence and the new Taylor Swift album. So I was like, oh, everyone's going back to the, like their, uh, you know, throwback like 15 years ago. Awesome. What a coincidence. And then I was like, oh, after like three or four people tweeted something about it, I was like, no, 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 that's not, that's something else. So, um, well, an interesting thing was after I came back from my run today, my daughter was uh with my wife and they were i think they were playing just playing hanging out in the morning playing like a card game or something and my wife i think i put some like christmas music on 
like on Apple Music, just like a random Christmas kind of station thing. And then a song came on. I think it was a new Taylor Swift song. And my wife's like, what is this? And my daughter's like, it's the new Taylor Swift. I heard about it. Let's listen. So, yeah. So where, where did that, those old parents were like, what is this? This isn't Christmas music. And then my daughter's like, no, 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 no. Let me listen. <laughs> so that's what's going on in our house. Uh, BYU says, evening folks. What's going on? as Dunbar says, hey, Kofuzin, everybody. Busy night. So I'm going to be listening in the background. Very cool. Still managed to get a 5K with Pip earlier to keep things taken over. I'm glad that Pip, Pip, Pip. Blah. I'm glad that Pip's pot is doing well. So it seems like the couple days off did the trick. Jeff Elliott says, hello, everyone. Daniel M says, way to go, Pip. And good job to Innes as well. And uh, DD says, Taylor Swift, is that the name of a new shoe? I need anything that makes me run Swift. <laughs> it, I mean, that. It, uh, I, I mean, I'm sure people know, and I'm. Th this shows how much of, sorry, this shows how much of a not a fan I am. Is Taylor Swift a stage name or is that her real name? Like her, her her parents are Mr. and Mrs. Swift. Like is that is that right? I'm not sure how that how does that go. Run tall with Tim says I often listen to ACDC when running. You know I I don't listen to ACDC while running, but I you know that's a good call. More people should listen to ACDC while running. I feel like yeah yeah that that would definitely work. Would work. And Daniel M says it is her real name. It's her real name, Taylor Swift. What a great name. I feel like that'd be a fantastic stage name. Yeah. Philip Ark says, yo, thanks to the live stream. I found SL20 for $25 at Ross. Oh, man. And he said, but too bad my wide foot didn't properly fit. Gave it to my brother, though. There you go. What a great gift. Passing it on to someone else. That's fantastic. $25. Ross is going crazy. Um, I mean, do you think the people at Ross know? I mean, they obviously know that people are going there to flip. Right. There's a lot. There's they, they've got to know that there's people there doing that. They've got to know that, like, there's other people that like that's the whole like ethos of the store. People are going there to hunt for bargains like you work for the bargain. That's part of the game. That's part of the draw going there. But do you think when they get a shoe that's like good like that? That do you think that they know like that? Yeah, people are going to go nuts over this and hopefully well to hear they'll buy a sweatshirt, a pillow and maybe a suitcase. Like, is that how it goes? Is that the thing at Ross? Is that, I don't, I don't know. I would love to talk to someone high up at Ross or Marshalls or TJ Maxx or something like that. Hmm. Jeff Elliott says, I saw ACDC back in the late 80s. I think it was a Hell's Bells tour, but I'm not sure. That's cool. And Kevin Ankrum says, the new ACDC album is fantastic to run to. Great cadence. I didn't even know there was a new ACDC album. That's 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 bizarre. <laughs> Carlos Rivera says her real last name is Shrifty. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, Martha says, Mike, how would you compare your pronation to the next percent compared to the Alpha Fly? Not to even mention the audience pro. I I mean, uh, I'll I mean I'd have to go look at footage because I haven't run in the next percent since the Chicago Marathon. That was that was the last time I ran in the next percent. So that would have been October, uh, like two Octobers ago. Yeah, two Octobers ago. Um, I think that I'm overpronating more in the Alpha Fly. I don't feel like I am. Like my body doesn't feel it. My legs and ankles don't feel it. But uh, the foot, like from the footage, it just is really clear that there's a lot of overpronation going on in in that shoe. But I also feel like with a lot of these marathon super shoes, like those super squishy foams and then a carbon fiber plate, like the pronation, I feel like it looks worse than it is. 
But then I guess people that have really clean foot strikes, they're still looking clean. It's not like people with clean foot strikes are all of a sudden like, you know, going wall wonky, or maybe they are. But I don't know. I I don't feel a huge different in terms of like how much my foot is rolling around. But like I've noticed, or maybe I'm just more like perceptive of it now. Um, I could see it better, but I think it's it's worse. The pronation is more pronounced. Not to say better or worse, but more pronounced in the alpha fly. Just because it's, I think, I think especially with the dual densities of like the zoom air and then the zoom X on right on top. I think that's also like doing stuff to it too. I don't know. Uh, James Baker says, "What's listening to Rage Against the Machine while running today?" Ah, oh, I used to listen to like Rage all, like just nonstop in high school. That was like every that was a that was a daily dose for me. Something, yeah. That brings those bring back memories. Uh, and Jeff Elliott says, uh, "I just found out that Andy Fod is vegetarian, and I had no idea. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either." Hmm. And CB76 says, Kofuzi is a stage name. It is a stage name. It's a pseudonym. What movie is that from? It's a pseudonym. What's a pseudonym? Is that from Who's the Man? What movie is that from? Anyone? Anyone get that? Uh, Louis Becerra says, yo, what's going on late, but made it. Good to have you here. And Adam Steve says, hi, all. Did anyone see the new black and white colorway of the Hyperion Tempo? Looks like they made it specifically so code and want to eat it. I don't think I've seen... I've seen... There's, yeah, there's a white one that Andy, I'm speaking of FOD Runner, I think Andy has that one. What's the color on the bottom of that one? Is that black? I don't remember. Uh, it's like a cookies and cream, so maybe that's that one. But, yeah, I don't I don't know if I've seen that one. Uh, I'll have to double check. David Sinclair says, what's your New Year's resolution? Oh, I was thinking about it today. Today. Um one of my new year's like just personal like resolutions is going to be um to make sure like things don't bleed from one thing to another uh time wise so for example today today's video got out at like noon right um and that's because um you know i had started working on it last night i should have really been working on it for a couple of days it's something that i could have been doing like working on um bit by bit over the last few days and i didn't and so like i got up at 4 30 maybe 4.45 today, worked on it for like an hour and a half, went for my run, then came back, played with the kids outside for a little bit in the snow. And then I worked on it for like another two hours on a Saturday, like prime, like family hanging out time. Um, and I guess I could have released it tomorrow. That wouldn't have hurt. But I also just felt like if I don't release it today, it'll take me like two hours to get it done today. If I put it off till tomorrow, it'll take me another three hours to get it done. Just cause that's, you know, you lose momentum. And, um, but I think one of my news resolutions is going to be like, when it's time to be done with something, I'm going to be done with it. And if it just didn't go out today, it didn't go out today. Um, cause I think I'm, I'm having a hard time with some boundary issues, not like those kinds of boundaries, just like, like demarcating, like this is this time and that is that time. So I think that's going to be one of mine. Um, it's not gonna be one of my like running goals. I'll make a running goal video, but like in terms of one of my like workflow kind of things that I think I'm going to work on, that's definitely going to be it. So that's, that's, that's it. Um, oh, Jeff Elliott says, I just, I think Jordan Thomas just reviewed the cookies and cream. Is that what we're talking about? The black and white one? Yeah, I've seen that one. That looks, that looks good. I wouldn't want to eat that foam, but when I see it, I think cookies and cream and I'm like, tasty. <laughs> so every, every version of the Hyperion Tempo ends up with me thinking about something to eat, I think. <laughs> uh, 
um daniel m pseudonym is it from scary movie i i don't remember i'll have to i'll have to follow up on that one guys i don't know um but yes jeff elliott jordan thomas did just review it i haven't seen that video yet i gotta go check it out he's been putting out a lot of content lately he's been putting in some work so everyone go check him out he does good stuff his b-roll is fantastic such a natural uh video storyteller um yeah, James Baker said, there's a Hyperion Temple with the yellow midsole. I think the upper is like great. I think they did it to match the Hyperion Elite, which I feel like that's how they should have done it to begin with. Both of them should have like, either the Hyperion Elite 2 should have come out in blue with the black upper, or the Hyperion Temple should have come out with the light gray and the yellow. But, you know, I, I think it's all right. Um, just, I love the fact that they can color that foam in these like vibrant colors, like, they're as bright as like a memory to put it in a kind of very flowery kind of way. Like it just, it pops like the way that like a memory of a color pops. And I don't know. I'm just loving that foam. Okay. Um, yeah, Martha said the second Hyperion Tempos came in white with the blue midsole. Then they came out with the same with the red midsole. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they came out with so many good colors. Remy's the New Year's resolution, 8K. <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah, I'm still making videos in 1080, though. So it'll be a while for me to get there. Roberto Davila made it to the end of the video today. He said, love the evolution of the co-stash at the end of the video. Yeah, it, it just, the, the way it turned out. So I went back and I got all like my videos that I'd made for the different Max Cushion shoes of the year. And it started from like, 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 last december like a year ago until like the last one i think was the hoka the bonde seven like 100 mile and so it went from like no like clean shaven to like full mustache um so that was that was that was kind of a fun thing i, I put a little bit of uh, easter egg at the end of the video today i had i had fun with that one i was thinking about weaving it more throughout the entire video but i think that that would have gotten really confusing so um, but I had, so I did have fun with it at the end. And Namit Sharma says, hi, Sarah, love the way you shoot your videos. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, I have, I have a lot of fun with it and I hope that comes out in the videos. Okay. Uh, Pablo Lopez says, uh, what's the best HR strap in terms of quality price relationship? Um, I like the Polar H9. I feel like that's a really good price for the quality. It doesn't have things like it can't store, um, you know your heart rate like with, you can't use it like without a watch or without a phone and you can't send to like multiple devices like if you have a coach who's like looking at your laps and splits in real time like that kind of thing like some of the like the polar h10 can do but the polar h9 i feel like is a good one the wahoo ticker also is a really good value but it's big it's really big my favorite one i actually don't have it i think i do have it with me is the one from Sunto, although I don't think they make it anymore. It's tiny, it's really small. I think it's about as small as a heart rate monitor can be. So if you want something that's not gonna be like a big like plate on your chest, that's the one to get to. And that one's pretty cheap. So they, they all work kind of, I mean, I don't think that the technology is that sophisticated or that different between the brain. I haven't been able to detect it. So, um, you yeah. know, those are some that I like.
uh, Runtall Tim says the Audios Pro is surprisingly stout midsole for all of the foam underfoot. Yeah, I mean it doesn't. I I, I was worried that it was going to be really firm because I remember when that first came out, um, and, and I mentioned I think I mentioned this either in the live stream or in the video about the shoe that some of the Tinman Elite uh, runners were like, yeah, it's a nice firm midsole. I like it. It's good for running really fast. And I was like, oh, translation, the shoe's not that great. Like a couple of pros will really like it but like regular people will hate it. That's what I, you know, that's what I took from that. That's how I translated that. Um, and then looking at people running in it, I'm like, that's not squishy. So like, I don't know how squishy that shoe is going to be, but you know, um, running in it, I feel like there's a lot of squish in the shoe. So it still feels soft to me underfoot. Um, and I mean, frankly, it reminds me the most of the next percent. Like I feel like the underfoot feeling, it's super similar just cause like, I felt like the Zoomex foam in the next percent was a little bit firmer than it was in the, I see, I feel like the 4% Zoomex foam was the squishiest, then a little bit firmer in the Flyknit, and then a little bit firmer still, maybe even a lot firmer in the next percent. And then it got squishy again for the, the Alpha Fly. And so I feel like the Adios Pro, the entire, like the midsole all together, reminds me a lot of the next percent. And it seemed even like the bounciness at like warm up paces, that little like, tap tap you get with it reminds me very similar very similar um but yeah but it does it but it does it's not firm it's not like the hyperion elite one it's not like running on you know anything that's going to be super it's not like running in a racing flat either so it's 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 like decept the looks are deceiving uh la pizza de famille said la famille like de famille i i don't know hopefully i said it right uh said just got the indifference beats i'm excited it's a good shoe. I really like it. So here's the thing. I'm debating this next week. So I did the um, top five daily trainers, top five speed shoes, and top five max cushion shoes. I was going to do top five marathon racers, but I feel like I'm still in the middle of testing, kind of like the Audios Pro. And then if I do like Audios Pro versus Alpha Fly, I mean, kind of to tip my hand, and then do like the top five marathon racers in like the same week, like if I do those two videos in the same week, it seems kind of like, you know, redundant. So I, I'm, I don't know, but then like I was thinking of then, do I do like a best of video, like best shoe of the year, um, like overall, um, and then like best brand of the year, uh, best like uh, running watch, you know, like just do a kind of like a superlative video. I don't, but then if I do that, then to go back and then do I do the marathon racers? I don't know. So I've just got some programming questions that I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but um you said endorphin speeds that made me think about shoe of the year uh dio rafael ma says good morning from philippines mike good morning and namit sharma says what would you recommend between the sl20 and the peg 37. uh see i think that i don't like the sl20 for every day um peg 37 strikes me more as an everyday shoe that has a little bit more versatility to it so depending on what you're looking for the peg 37 might be your choice but the SL20, I think, is a, a better speed shoe than the PEG 37 is. So it depends really what you need. Um, but without further information, I would, I don't know, I have a soft spot. I love both of those shoes. I love the Pegasus and I love the SL20. The PEG 37, though, this year was not my favorite. So I might give it to the SL20 this year. I'm not sure. Daniel M says, which would you prefer as a speed trainer, the Carbon X or the Rocket X? 
Um, I would probably prefer the Rocket X as a speed trainer. I mean, you could race in the Rocket X as well, but um, my still relatively early sentiments on the Rocket X are that I still wanted to have more pop. It's more Carbon X than it is Carbon Rocket. So um, I wish it were more Carbon Rocket, you know, but that's more my preference in terms of carbon plate feel. And maybe like the, the like, quote unquote, like typical Hoka runner that they're designing for doesn't like that pop or that push, you know? So that's maybe why the, the Carbon X turned out the way it did and the Rocket X turned out the way it did. But then there's some people that love and think that the, car, the Rocket X is perfect. Like I think Andy loves that shoe. Um, and I mean, the guy's fast. So I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to argue with him on that, but uh, it's just not what I, I love. So, um, but yeah, I think the Rocket X though, to that extent is better because the, the midsole foam, I think, is a lot more forgiving. The Profly X is not soft. It's a firm midsole material, and it works if you're in the right flow with that shoe. That shoe's all about smoothness for me. And um, if you're not hitting it right, it can be a little bit jarring. Carl J, most improved shoe? most improved like a rookie of the year you know then you could have like you know the nova blast would be in there but then like endorphin speeds in there too so there's like a lot of like rookie shoes most improved hmm. i don't know see i think that if you looked at the most improved i would probably have to i think a lot of those a6 light version do you consider those like like the like the gel nimbus light versus the gel nimbus is that an improvement over the gel nimbus or i don't know so like i could get a little confusing but um yeah i i like you know i'll probably put in like i might have like a you know an honorable mention for best brand like most improved brand of the year um but so i like i like those ideas um <laughs> frank says what's the shoe of the century so far the next percent um yeah i don't know true the century uh i'd probably say pegasus 33 shield <laughs> That's my sen that's my sentimental favorite. Um, I love that one. Um, Gal Shakifi says, "Do you have any tips to prevent marathon injuries? Um, to prevent marathon injuries, I would say uh, build up mileage slowly. So that's that's the thing. Um, yeah, I think it's easy to ramp up." And I think my first marathon that I ever trained for, I hit all the mileage that I was supposed to hit, but like, you know, like I won the battle, but lost the war because I completed all that completed the plan properly, but I got to the starting line a little bit injured. So like, you know, you know, it's, the tip would be like, keep your eye on the prize and, um, you know, it's better to be fit and feeling good than it is to have like checked all the boxes. So. I, it's really hard to know when to pull back, especially when you're training for your first marathon. I don't know if that's the case for you, but you know, like that—that's what I would say is you know, in, add take on more with caution. I think that's how I'd say it. Uh, Orange Goblin said, "As a modest pace runner, eight twenty half marathon pace is a carbon plated shoe worth the investment?" Um, I will say yes, but um, it depends. And you know, like you know, I would say. There's lots of other things that you can invest in as well. 
so when I say yes, it's assuming, you know, you've done, you know, you've worked on consistency, you've worked on training for multiple seasons in a row, uh, without taking too many very long breaks, you know, like working on that lifetime mileage, like all those things. And then like, so there's, I wouldn't say like, all right, so you want to run a half marathon number one go out and buy a carbon plated shoe that's not how it works you know like buying the carbon plated shoe is like the last step because that's something that you can go out and do like a week two weeks before the marathon you could do it like you know in the case of like when the vaporfly flynet came out you can buy that two days before your marathon and race your marathon there's other things that you could do 20 weeks before your marathon or half marathon there's things you could do six months before you know if you're if you're into it that long if you're, this is your first time and you're like just trying to figure stuff out you know, don't worry if you haven't done the six month stuff, but there's stuff that you could do 12 weeks out, eight weeks out, four weeks out. And then there's stuff that you can do like the week of, make sure you're eating right, trying to get the right, like make sure you're protecting your sleep even more cautiously then. Um, but like that kind of thing. So like, yeah, I think it is, it, but not all carbon plated shoes are gonna give you a benefit. Um, and that's where I, I do feel like the, the vapor flies are really unique is that I feel like people at almost all levels can benefit from the way that that carbon is tuned in there. It's, it's really nice. It helps people at a variety of skill levels. Um, other carbon plated shoes are not necessarily like that. And there's a couple, there's a handful, um, a very rare few that I feel like I'm like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I, I could see that the shoe is good, but it's not really helping me. But the vape, like vapor flies are one that I think are not like that. Endorphin speed is another one that I think lots of people can use it really well. By the way, I just got distracted. I just saw a hawk fly by the window. And um, while I was outside with the girls playing in the snow, I saw two bald eagles fly overhead, like really low too. So it got to the point where I was like, oh, the baby has like a hat, like a gray hat with like palms on it. So I was like, did they think that that was a bunny? Were they about to swoop down and pick up my child like so i was like oh, i don't know um but yeah there's birds of birds of prey out and about today hmm. uh all right joey del rosari says Kapuzi, you're gonna try the sl 20.2 yeah yeah i think i'm probably gonna wait till after the new year because i just got kind of going along with my new year's resolution of like you know like putting keeping things in their boxes like uh, and not overextending myself on stuff like i think i've got I've got two brand new shoes in the basement right now that I haven't even filmed the B-roll for yet. So like, that's going to keep me busy for a while. I've got, I still have like 12 different carbon plated shoes that I still want to run more miles in. So there's lots of work I, I got to do. Um, so uh, fun work, definitely fun. But like, I think like, I'm not, as much as I like the SL20, I'm not in a huge hurry to try the SL20 version too. Just because I'm uh, part of it is kind of, kind of annoyed that like they're still so confused about what Adidas is doing with these SL20s. Like, why is there a new one already? I'm not sure. Especially since we just started like the podcast with someone getting them for 25 bucks at Ross. So I don't know. Really weird. Uh, Roadrunner Review says, "What place did Bondi Seven come in? I just got mine a few days ago, and man, did they have some room in the toe box? I also tried on the V version tens the other day, 1080s, and was hating that I did not get that one." Um, I mean, I don't, I don't rank them af after number one, but I would probably put it in at um, three. Um, so I'd probably put like 1080 version 10, Triumph 18, and then Bondi 7 in terms of my Mac cushion shoes. But 
if you're the type of person that likes kind of like the max, like the traditional max cushion and not like the new kind of max cushion, then I would say that the Bondi 7 easily is the best one. And there's nothing else I think that's like it. Um, so, I mean, I think that there's an Ultra that is even has more cushion than the Torin. I tried the Torin. I'm still trying to get figure that one out. I'm still not a huge fan of that one. But like, I don't know what the, the Ultra, like, super max cushion shoe is that probably i would anticipate feels something like the bondi so i think that that is a unique it's still like carrying on that legacy but it's not my favorite style of shoe so like personally i don't love them but it's doing a really great job at what that's trying to do like it's executing exactly what it's trying to do really well so i do like the bondi 7 a lot it's just not my favorite style Kiefer says, we late today or what? No, man, I've been here. I've been here since three. I don't, yeah, I don't think I was late. That's a nice picture here. You got that Ben Parks hat on? Is that the, that's a Ben Parks hat, right? Looks good. Nice. Uh, Aquarismo de Resultado. What shoes do you think is a good shoe for my first marathon? My idea is to run into in four hours. Um, a great four hour marathon shoe. I mean, I think that if you want to go out and get a carbon-plated racer, I think that's fine to do. Um, I don't think there's any problem with that. I think that the other thing to do would be to get something that's kind of in the speed shoe category. So my top shoe in that category is the Endorphin Speed. That's one that I really enjoy. I think that would be a great one as well. Uh, Boston 9, Hyperion Tempo, those will all be really good choices. Um, things, shoes that are still fast, but have a little bit of more cushion than say like a race shoe might. Although that's hard, it's hard to say that anymore these days, because these days the race shoes are the thickest shoes that we have. But, um, so something that has more, you know, thickness to the midsole and more cushion than say like a racing flat. So those are ones that I would look at. Jeff Ellie says, I don't want to spend $150 on the 1080p10s when I can spend $160 on another pair of endorphin speeds. That is a good point. But I do kind of use those as like in opposite ways, though. You know what I mean? So it goes kind of back to the question that who was it William? William Lee yesterday that asked, like, what would you do with if you had $300 to spend on a year of running? Like, hmm, that'd be that'd be a tough one. Because if you bought a 1080p10, you know that will that could probably last you half the year. I don't know, but then again, I was looking at my Strava numbers. I I ran a lot of miles this year, so like I have to go look at that again. I I think I'm over, I think I'm well over 2,400 miles for the year, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. But um, so I don't know if I can get a pair of 1080 V10s to like 12 like to if I can run with that for half a year. That's a lot of miles. That'd be quite a challenge. But I mean, the dollars per mile, pretty good. If that, if I could do that, if I, if I get anywhere near that even. Uh, Golshan Paul said, what's the most cushioned shoe for mixed trail and road running? Um, I really enjoy, and so that's, that's like my favorite kind of trail shoe. So I would say right now I'm running in the Fresh Foam more. That one is very cushioned. I like it a lot. Um, I wasn't sure when I ran in it if I was running on Fresh Foam or Fresh Foam X. 
So it very much reminded me of the 1080, um, but and basically if you put like lugs on a 1080 is what it felt like running in that shape. So I do like that one quite a bit, but it's uh, not a, it's not the most like trail. It's got lugs on it, but it, you know, depends on like how technical your trails are gonna be. Um, I also really like, my favorite probably is the Torrent too. Uh, I like that one a lot. It's got deep lugs. So it's still not going to be something that you're using for scrambling. Like if you're like really doing a super intense run, but, um, for anything that I can handle, it can definitely suit all of my needs and it's doesn't seem awkward on the road. So I really, I really like that one a lot. Um, all right. Cycling fan said, was the A6 Nova Blast considered for your cushion shoes video? I didn't put it, I didn't include it in there. I already talked about it in the daily trainer video because that's where I think it really fits. But that's also like the the like the beauty of that shoe is because some people are using that for their workout days and some people are using that only for like their max cushion type of days. And so like it, it can handle it all. I guess I could have considered it in there, but I think if I did, then it would have been like, they would have, probably would have won just because I, I do like that shoe a lot. But um, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, I didn't really think of it was in there. Um, Jeff says he's got 373 miles in the 1080 and the rubber is actually missing in one part of the forefoot. Really? Oh, wow. Hmm. That's a surprise. And Frank's helping me out with that Ultra. The Ultra Olympus is the super, is the thick boy from Ultra. Maybe I need to try that one. Maybe I'll try that one because that, I don't know, the Torrent the, the and I are not getting along. So it's been 20 miles so far. Um, so I might have to try something else. Uh, Mark Ramdara says, love your videos, dope GoPro video action shots. Thanks so much, Mark. Thanks for stopping by the live stream as well. Mm, yeah, and uh, Saban Dazovic says endorphins might actually work we'll have to try them yeah I, the endorphin speed I'm, I'm a big fan of that shoe i think it can be so many things that shoe for so many people and so that's the other thing that i think is remarkable about it and it's only in air quotes 160 bucks so like that's still that's still a lot i mean three or four years ago 160 dollars would have been unthinkable for a running shoe but uh i mean for something that you can race in 160 dollars is a really Really good price. Um, all right. Nimit Sharma says, I need a daily runner. I'm really new to running. I do a kilometer in six and a half minutes, so approximately four miles. Uh, hence, confused between PEG versus S SL20 versus Nova Blast. Ah, okay. That, that clears it up for me then. Um, if you're just looking for a shoe to start running in if you're really new to running um, welcome to the sport uh, i hope you really enjoy your time and i think that i would look at the pegasus or the nova blast first those are the two that i would look at i really wouldn't look at the sl20 quite yet um because i think that when you're just running at like you know you're just going out for a run like regular speed it's gonna feel a little bit firm and you're gonna i don't know if you'll love it but um the Pegasus uh, and the Nova Blast are ones that I would like. If you want something that feels a little bit speedier, the Pegasus, 
you want something that's a little bit more cushioned and just going to be easier on your body than the Novoblast. That's how I'd pick. Uh, Raymond Galicia says, Torn is weird on the road for me. Seems clunky, but I ran with them on a treadmill and loved it on there. I think I would like it on a treadmill too, but it seems weird to buy a shoe that has that much stack height to go on a treadmill. You know, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but that, I think I would like it there. I mean, I think it looks great. I don't like the outsole. I don't like the like, I don't like it when things get too like literal and it's got like the the rubber like lining up with your feet bones and your metatarsals, you know. So I I just don't. I think I don't know. It's weird, but um, I like the design of it. It doesn't look like you know like a foot shaped toe box kind of shoe. It just looks like a regular running shoe. I like it, but it's not liking me back. So I wish it did. I wish it did. And Carrie Smith said, finally purchased another last. Looking forward to it living up to the hype. I hope it does. I hope it does, doesn't disappoint. Uh, whenever someone says something like that, finally bought the XYZ. And I'm like, oh, I really hope you like it. I really hope you like it. So I hope you like yours, Carrie. You'll have to let us know how it goes. Um, what? Frank said, I actually did, I, I did actually marathon PR this morning on the first run in the speeds just now, just now. All right. Awesome. We're going to get the cowbell out for that. Oh, Frank burying the lead. He's been hanging out here for 37 minutes and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, by the way, I just ran the fastest marathon I ever ran before today. Nice work. <laughs> um, Jody says the New Balance 880 is still my favorite daily runner. Hmm. That was, I mean, I, I, I like the look of it this year, but I just don't know if um, that's the right one for me. Um, yeah. But I think that, like, I feel a feeling, though, that the 880 is highly underrated. That's my kind of gut on it. So I'm probably missing out. um yeah carrie smith says frank is a beast follow him on strava i think i follow i think i just followed frank for just recently for some reason i thought i had already been following him on strava but i think i just recently did um rotor he says i like the tray for treadmill work the cushion has not been molding to my feet like others have been describing yeah that's a with the tray i just feel like the same thing i think i would love it for a, as a gym shoe but underfoot for me it just hasn't been enough I just, there's, there's, I don't know if I'm just, I've run in, up, up to a half marathon in it and I've run like a five mile run in it. And like, I need to find like the right groove for me. It's, there's a lot that's good about it, but there's something that's always just like, it's like when you eat something, you're like, this is missing an ingredient. What is it? Does it need garlic? Is that what's going to say? Need more salt? I don't know. But I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Ron. All right, cycling fan. Thanks for the super chat. He says thanks for answering. I'm buying it right now. Well, I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy. Awesome. Thanks and thanks for the super chat. Awesome. Um, all right. Francisco Antonio de la Vaga says, "What are your thoughts on the Nike Zoom Flight Three? Thanks. I think the Nike Zoom Flight Three is a lot of fun. I think that um, I granted I haven't tried the the Tempo Next Percent, but until the Next Percent had come out." Um, I felt like the Zoom Fly 3 and the Tempo, the Zoom Fly 3 and the 
Vaporfly Next Percent were the two closest in feel in terms of like racing shoe and training companion. Like for example, I thought like the Vaporfly Flyknit and the Zoom the the Zoomfly Flyknit, they were both fun shoes, but they didn't feel similar to me at all. I felt like the Zoomfly Three and the Next Percent were actually a lot closer in feel. Um, but so I really enjoyed it. But I. I do feel like there was something going on with like that much react midsole foam underneath. It started bothering like the, the pad of my foot, like right, like right here on your feet, you know, before your toes, like that part it, on long runs, it would start to bother me. So like, I really wanted to love the shoe and when it worked for me, it really worked. But when it didn't, it didn't. So that was something that's unique to me, but I've also seen other people experience it too. So just something to watch out for there. But, um, my favorite of the zoom flies is the zoom fly flying it and maybe it's because i love flying it so much but i do like that zoom fly flying it and he says see cyclists are nice people i know they are you don't have to tell me um i didn't go out on the bike today though remy i was going i was thinking about the bike or running but um i decided to go out um and run in the snow today i did have a really good time though and i'm glad that i went out in trail shoes i went out in the brooks catamount today and I'm really glad that I did because I was thinking, well, maybe what happens if you put Adios Pro in the snow? I was slipping around in the catamount. So like if I tried to go out there and like racing slicks, that would have been a disaster. <laughs> and there was like 20 mile headwinds. So it was just, it was a, it was a pretty rough run. <laughs> uh, Daniel Magor says, hi, Kofuzi. I've been watching your videos a lot recently as I started running. Well, that's fantastic. He says, I think I did too much too soon. I got shin splints bad. Just recovered and getting back into running. Any tips? Um, for shin splints, I like uh, heat and ice. Uh, heat before the run, ice after the run, and then if you really need to, some Advil doesn't hurt. Although, I mean, some people may or may not want to treat shin splints with Advil, but um, that's something that you can do. Um, my understanding of shin splints is that you can't make them worse by running on them. So it's a discomfort issue. Um, and it's not going to be, uh, it's not like you're running on like a stress fracture. Although I feel like shin splints aren't they considered like micro stress fractures or something, but you're not you're not going to make them worse, in my understanding. And I, you know, I, I've been meaning to watch it. It's in my watch now or watch later list on YouTube. Bob and Brad, the two most phys, phys, famous physical therapists on the internet. I feel like I talk about them every day now. Um, they just made a video, or it popped up in my algorithm. Something that you can do to help with your shin splints. I'm not sure what it was, but we'll have to go check it out. I'll definitely go check that out tonight but if you want to look up bob and brad and shin splints i'm sure you'll find it um, so that's something else you can look at and scotty b says zoom fly three worked for his half marathon today and subsequent stop to the liquor store nice multifunction. gotta love that i feel like there's gotta be we have to figure out a term for that like running your running your race and then going to get booze um because like they have like the um like the athleisure clothes where like you're going to your group fitness class and then going to brunch afterwards, like then like racing and liquor store, liquor and booze. There's gotta be some, we gotta figure out some sort of like term for that. But yeah, that's nice. I'm glad to know that they work at the liquor store. <laughs> uh, ben Browning is here, says hi everybody. Good to see you again, Ben. Uh, welcome. Raymond says, now I have Bob and Brad's theme song stuck in my head. It's so catchy. It's it's really funny. The thing that I love about it is like that they probably made it when they were like, you know, just like two dudes making videos on the internet, you know? 
and uh, now it seems like a weird flex because they have like 2.4 million followers or something like that so it's like yeah you have 2.4 million followers okay like you're and you made a song about how great you are but and you got to think about like they they made that you know like seven years ago probably um life love says hi mike how's your knee update it's great i think i'm just about 100 percent. but what i've noticed though is i'm very attuned now to when my hips are very tight um when my glutes aren't uh feeling as activated as they normally are like i'm very aware so i'm doing a lot of like i i don't know if you saw me like throughout the course that like if someone if i were like on a reality tv show there would be a super clip of me like stretching in weird positions like random places like in the middle of the kitchen in the living room watching tv like going up the stairs and stopping halfway like i'm just doing weird stuff like that but um i'm noticing i'm just i think maybe i'm more in tune to my body but i also know what it feels like to be right again you know and so like i also know like what were the motions that would like trigger like discomfort and i'm also like constantly testing like oh okay the knee felt good there feel good there you know so um but i'm feeling great I'm feeling great putting in a lot of miles um overdoing it like i normally do again you know so i'm right back to like my normal stuff but now i'm stretching i'm doing leg strength i'm doing mobility so activating glutes Feeling good. Thank you for asking. Uh, Steven C1984 says, Boo shoes. Trap for shots is Daniel M. There we go. Hmm. I like those. I like those. That. Uh, Simone Buca says, Kofuzi, have you ever been to Italy? I have not. I would love to. Um, yeah, I really want to go. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I want to I want to eat a margarita pizza in, in Naples. You know, like I want to have like a real... I want to eat a real pizza. I feel like I've not eaten a real pizza before. So I want to eat a real pizza. Um, and, you know, I need other stuff too. But like the pizza is like the first, the main thing that I want to, I want to have a pizza pilgrimage first. Um, and then, you know, I, I love um, Roman history. So I'd love to go see some ruins. And I just think it'd be fantastic to go check out. Um, yeah, someday. My, my, my in-laws are like dying to go as well. They've been, they've had a cruise booked. They've booked and rebooked a cruise to the Mediterranean multiple times now. It just keeps getting canceled because of COVID. And they're like, we're never going to get to go. But they're just been dying to go. They're like, we were supposed to see Italy. They were should they would have been in Italy like in like two, in like a couple of weeks. But, um, or they also would have been and gone in like September as well. So like there was a couple of times that they were going to do it, but this is not working out for them. But hopefully sometime we'll, you know, we'll all make it. I don't know about necessarily together, but we'll, all, you know, that they get to go on the trip that they've been wanting to do. And, you know, I can take my family maybe. That'd be great. Uh, Jeff Ellie says, I often go to the grocery store after hard efforts at the local park. I'll be walking around in cow sleeves above singlet the whole deal. That's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, I was looking at, um, at, at, uh, at Shannon's. Uh, Instagram yesterday and she was like yeah I'm wearing like uh, calf sleeves and arm sleeves today and um, and she was at the gym doing her pull-ups and I'm, I've uh, been at that position before where I'm like oh I wore calf sleeves and arm sleeves today and every time I do that and I think about this anytime I put on calf sleeves I'm very aware of like what I what else I wear because I feel like if you wear calf sleeves and then you wear arm sleeves it just looks like you used to be tiny and then you got put into like a, a, a like a a giant ray and like all of a sudden you grew a lot and now nothing fits anymore so i always get that 
or I worry about that like sometimes when I'm layering, if I wear a long tights and then shorts on top, then I'll make sure not to wear like, um, sometimes I'll do a long sleeve with the t-shirt on top. Like I make sure not to do that because then it looks like I just expanded out of my clothes or at least I think that I look that way. So yeah, that's something that goes through my mind every time I put on calf sleeves. Does anyone else have that? That's just me. That's just me. <laughs> it's gotta be just me. <laughs> Because uh, who would think, oh, that guy must have been shot with an enlargening ray, an embiggening ray. Yeah, you know, so no, no one else thinks that. Um, Stephen C. 1984 said, what's the, what song is the outro to your video? What's going on? It's called, it's by Jim Yosef. I forget what the name of it is, actually. Um, I've been using it for so long. But I've been using it as the outro for years now. Um yeah, but I like it. it There's one I, I knew that I wanted to have a song that had a brief portion at the beginning that would be like a quick cut from like the end of the video to like, and that's when it goes, yo, what's going on? And then there's music. So I wanted to have like something with a cut there and then something that like hit really hard right after that. So like quick, quiet, quick noise. And that was something that was just like kind of like in my rotation of songs that I was using. And I was like, this one works. We'll do it. And so I've just been keeping it since then um yeah and daniel i'm saying like <laughs> if i if i wore too many sleeves it'd be like i hulked my clothes yeah that's probably that probably makes more sense um not that hulking my clothes literally would make sense but yeah um yeah <laughs> margaret ram dara says same thing <laughs> like you're mid hulking out especially if you're in foreign shorts <laughs> uh mike rami says two in shorts at the post run brunch is tough i keep basketball shorts in the car on those days yeah i could see that i could definitely see that see that's where some of the path project shorts come in handy because they're a little bit longer and that's also why I like a five inch short i think a five inch short is versatile in that kind of way it's a little bit short for sitting down somewhere else but you can do it and it's still you know a good a good length to run in. <laughs> uh, Jeff Elliott says, um, I've been thinking about getting arm sleeves. I want to wear a singlet, but it's slightly too cold. Yeah, I mean, I think people tease that look. They're like, yeah, singlet and arm sleeves for the days when like your shoulders are hot. You know, so people tease it, but it totally makes sense to me. Um, and I've definitely done that before. Um, I like the arm sleeves. I've worn them on day. I, you know, I like them because there's like an SPF factor to it and I hate putting on sunscreen. So like there's times where I'll put it on just to like, uh, I'll just wear it to cover my arms up. So that way I don't have to put on sunscreen. And you know, like it's supposed to, some of the, the way that they're advertised on like Amazon, they're like, use this arm sleeve to keep your arm warm or use this arm sleeve to keep your arm cool. Cause they're, you know, the evaporative cooling effect. So you can go both ways, I think. So, but for me, I'm normally thinking about, cause I want to be a little bit warmer. But, you know, arm sleeves, at least the ones that I buy on Amazon, are cheap enough that, like, if I were wearing them at a race and it were chilly to start, I could do the singlet, wear the arm sleeves, get rid of them, and then, you know, in the middle of the race, and I'm not out a whole bunch. So that's kind of one of the things that I would think about for that. All right. Amira M, split shorts or tights, the eternal question. Not for me, it's easy, I'd rather have tights. Um, but um, people that love their split shorts, love their split shorts, don't they? But I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't know why. Um, yeah. 
Daniel Magor says, got the endorphin shift one week ago. Loving him as a good all-rounder shoot. I have those downstairs. Um, I've run in them a couple of times. And they're an interesting shoe. I feel like I felt very tall in them. But I felt like it really encouraged a fast turnover. So it was, I was like, hmm, there's something here. I will eventually get to them. I've been taking a little bit of a break from some of the Sakami shoes, but I think I'm ready going back to like my knee feeling better. I think I'm ready to, you know, put more of them in the rotation. I've been running in the Triumph 18 and feeling good. So, yeah. Um, Martha says, Mike, after your weird runners vid, I checked out Emma Abrahamson and watched a video of her testing eight cold root coffees. It's hilarious. She's funny. She's really funny. Um, yeah, I like it. I like Emma. And uh, she... I, I I really enjoy her humor and um yeah I'm I'm glad that other people like it too. So that's good. I haven't watched the Cold Brew one, but she's she's loved cold like Cold Brew has been like a theme on her channel for the last several years since like back in college. So um when she was in college. Um so it it's it's nice that um she uh is, is continuing that trend. And um I feel like it's also like a a theme like anytime like a coffee is like mentioned like the comments there's tons of comments that are, like correspond to like the people are relating to the cold brew coffee in her videos somehow and so the fact that she made like a cold brew taste test is like you know the culmination of that and i feel like what a great video for her to make <laughs> Uh, Carlos Sejas says, have you ran almost 100 miles in the meta racer? I'm at about 65, I think, 70, 65, maybe 75. So I got a decent amount. So, yeah. Um, Scott says, shorts over tights? Sometimes. There's some tights where, I like tights where I can just wear the tights. Um, but some tights I think are meant to go underneath uh, tights. And then the other time that I'll always wear shorts over tight is when I'm run commuting and I'm running to pick up the kids. Cause I just feel like, you know, I'm going to be in a public school an elementary school around children. So like, let's cover it up a little bit. You know, not that like, except for the tracksmith ones, the tracksmith ones are a little too tight. They're not too tight, but they're like, they're tight in areas that other tights of mine are not tight. So like that one makes me feel a little bit self-conscious when I'm not running, but, um, there are some tights that I like, like the Roadrunner long tights. I love them. The John G long tights, great. Don't need shorts over those. Um, what are the other ones that I've been running in? Uh, I've been running in a pair of Arcteryx tights. Those actually might be intended as a base layer, but I've been using them as tights. That's fine. But there's some, like, especially on Amazon, the ones that, like, if there's, uh, like, the seams, like, are very clear and look like underwear, the way they've seemed, like, they cut the seams, then I'm like, they want me to put shorts on top of that. So there's some that I feel like are intended that way. Sometimes it's a little confusing. Like, do they want me to, huh? Do they want me to wear shorts on these or not? I don't know. Does that happen sometimes? Chris Dyke says, the Adidas Supernova tights are great. Mm, I haven't tried those before. And Scott says, TCA. TCA, see, those are confusing to me. Some of them, I'm not sure. I have a pair of full length tights that are clearly meant for only tights. But then there's other ones, they have base layer ones, the ones that are like in the camo print, that I don't think that those are meant to be run in by themselves, you know. And Ryan Cabal says, have you tried Uniqlo tights? I have a pair of Uniqlo tights. I think I have one with me. I usually wear those underneath. Those seem to me, the way that they're cut, 
uh, the, like the way that the seams are, you know, I feel like when they're meant to be worn as pants, the seams look a little bit different than that. I think needs to be a video pants or a base layer. Like I feel like, or maybe that needs to be like an Instagram poll. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like pants or underwear is this pants or is this underwear um but alex says short shorts in public aren't much better huh? oh, i mean yeah that's what again why i like the five inch short you know uh and remy says coming back from a run in two inch shorts and a single while the moms of my street are waiting at the bus stop with the kids it's a confidence booster well remy i feel like if i looked like you too i feel i'd be like yeah you know but um my my physique is a little different than yours so like people would just be like, why would that guy choose? Like if they looked at me, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he must've been coming back from exercising because why would anyone dress like that? That's what people would say about me, you know? For you, they'd be like, oh, that's a good look on that guy. <laughs> uh, and Runner Dre says, it depends on the setting. When I'm at work slash school during the week, I don't wear running tights, but on weekends when there's no one around, fair game. Yeah, yeah, yep. uh daniel mcgraw says do you listen to music or anything when you're running i almost always listen to something um uh, if it's a workout it's music if it's uh anything else so most of the time i'm listening to podcast or audiobook so that's what i do um let's do a couple more um scott says please make a tight review video all right i have to, i mean i don't have that many but i think the big thing of it would be like are these are the is this underwear or is this pants it would be the tight video <laughs> um yeah uh and christopher rochelle says have you tried wallaco tights waterproof pockets you know it never worked out i was talking with wallaco at one point about like them sending me some stuff to for review and then there's just it was like hey we want to send you stuff i was like cool and then it was like oh okay now that you said yes like here's five six different things that we'd like for you to do in these things and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. i mean um uh, i don't know no, I don't think so. And I was like, well, maybe let's talk about it. And then there was a lot of back and forth. And then I don't know. I think I probably dropped the ball on it because I, I think they look interesting, but I just ended up never doing it. All right. And um, Martha says, we'll do this one, the last one for today. The Hoka tights turned out to be great. Side pockets big enough for an iPhone X, one zippered, and they're just slightly looser than most true tights. Oh, really? Oh, I might have to look. I was looking at some of those the other day and I was just like, those look great. I like those. Um, but the Hoka, I have like the track pants, like the old school, like the rain jacket type of material. And I don't love those. And they're a little bit short. And I saw like, I just like, oh, maybe I, maybe the Hoka pants aren't for me, but if you like the, if you like the tights, maybe I'll have to take a look at those. Do they make them for men too? I don't remember if I was looking at men's tights or the women's tights when I was like, oh, those look like, I want that. Hmm. All right. So I got some things to check out. All right, we're about at the hour mark. I'm gonna call it for today. Tomorrow morning, there's gonna be no video, but I will do another live stream. Same time, 3 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I'll see you guys here again tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in today, everybody. And in the meantime, be safe.